0: welcome to episode one of season two of the oscar central podcast um i'm lex and um i'm joined today by some wonderful people uh
1: kenzie how are you i'm good i have my cherry cola olipop that you picked out for me um (laughs) and i'm ready for a new season as
0: always uh this episode is not sponsored by olipop but
2: it's a (laughs) personal goal for season
0: two so there's always time Uh, Jacob, how are you? I'm
3: I'm good. Um, I'm here for one last time, and uh, I'm ready to talk to you guys and go from there.
2: Do you have an Olipop for today?
3: I actually don't. I have, I tried this. It's a New York seltzer. I can't find it.
2: (laughs)
1: Okay. It's really uh... good.
3: It's like vanilla cream soda. It's New York seltzer. It's really good.
0: New York seltzer. Um, if Olipop does not sponsor us, we are accepting. <laughs> we will never <laughs> talk from the any, Olipop. Um, <laughs> yeah, gonna... we'll never talk about Olipop again. <laughs> uh, well, Jillian, how about you? How are you doing?
4: I am doing so well on this rainy day. When it took me an hour longer to get home because of this marathon. But other than that, I'm doing fantastic.
2: Nicole how about you I'm good I have a my first vintage cola olipop um because you know olipop is our our theme now um and I'm very excited to be starting season two that's wild you know sophomore season
0: it's always (laughs) the make or break but we're gonna make it Uh, (laughs) I don't have an olipop with me but I did um consume two no three vintage cola olipops, as I often do. Um, I get more than enough fiber on any given day. Anyways, um, today we're going to be talking about our most anticipated films of 2023. Coming off the Oscar season of 2022, we can finally move on. We never have to talk about Top Gun Maverick ever again. Thank God. A new day, a new dawn, (laughs) and um, a new year for uh, Austin Butler, too. Um, which we will get into Um, so we thought that just kind of as a little precursor for the new season we would talk about our most anticipated films of 2023 Um, why don't we start with Kenzie what are your three most uh, anticipated films of
1: 2023 so I just gotta get it out of the way for almost everyone Barbie is obviously um it had to be the first um like movie mentions um I will follow Greta Gerwig most places um and her acquiring Barbie is the strangest career move I could have ever imagined um especially like because she co-wrote it with her partner Noah Baumbach watching white noise knowing barbie was the next thing in his filmography was um it was interesting like very interesting um but i'm really excited to see what she does with it obviously as of recording here's hoping that when we hop off maybe they attached a trailer to something um like just the teaser is enough like i honestly don't need anything else um i think the vibe it's going for seems so interesting i'm not a will ferrell person i don't want to see the man on my screen but i i will take one for the team with this one um like i i got it uh but other than that i'm very excited for poor things yogurt lanzamos new film Um, The story is absolutely bonkers, and I can't wait to see Willem Dafoe play um, what I assume he is the mad scientist, I have to assume. Um, But I'm excited that he's back with Emma Stone because to this day, other than Easy A, I think The Favor is my favorite performance of Emma Stone. Um, So I'm excited that she's back with him. And then I think my last one I want to mention is the Zone of Interest. It's the new Jonathan Glazer movie. Um, I don't know how I feel about watching it. The book is a very difficult read. It's about um, Nazi era romance in a way, um, but I'm excited that like a Jewish filmmaker is taking it on, and um, Jonathan Glazer's. Is- one of the most interesting filmmakers working and I think he'll be like a really cool match for the subject material and the cast is really cool so I'm very excited for that um you know I like to go Barbie and then like two deeply depressing weird movies I think that uh nice bookends with a Barbie center you know like maybe we'll get the poor things trailer with Barbie you know no, no one, no one thinks that people rolling up to see Barbie are going to want to see Poor Things. You
2: know, it weirder trailer things have there, happened. So there
1: is a path. Like there are people that will see Barbie that will see Poor Things. It's just not the majority, if that makes sense. But those are not the only movies Absolutely. I'm excited for.
2: Those are just like, do you want? I feel like you should get a fourth because. You said Barbie, and I feel like that's a given for most of us. (laughs) Um,
1: I think for all of us. Yeah. (laughs) The only one I... My thing is... You know, when Darren Aronofsky, my favorite director, announced The Whale, I was like, I don't think you're the person for this subject matter. And while I do think Bradley Cooper has a reasoning behind making Maestro... That is just not what I wanted from him next. Um, but I guess when you're looking at becoming a 12 to 13 time nominee, you're like, I got to do a biopic. I got to do a gay story. I got to do prosthetic. Like, you have to go through it all. Um, obviously, I will be wherever I can be opening day. Like, the Bay Theater, I think, is my only option. Um but I'm excited for Maestro just because, like, I think he's an actor turned director I do love. Um, but I don't know how I feel about because I can't anticipate a biopic. It is just not in my DNA. Like last year if he asked me to make a list, Elvis probably would have been on it just because of Boslerman, but not because of the movie itself. But Maestro, which I guess is renamed Bernstein, which is lame.
4: Like,
2: Meister was, was such a cool title. Like, cool title.
4: Such a better title. and they said we got to go with the last name.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: wondering if a young Lydia Tar makes a cameo. Like, that would be crazy. crazy. It would be hilarious. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I've got my eye on him becoming a 12 to 13 time loser. Um, but the movie. It's gonna it's gonna be like it was for me with Darren and the whale. Very problematic. Lots of things to point out. Um, but I guess that's my list. I I love a good time at the movies. Holocaust romance, Barbie, <laughs> mad scientist, removing infant's brain. <laughs> love it.
0: You could say that, you know, heartbreak feels good in a place like this. With all Truly. It.
1: Truly. Yeah.
0: Um, Nicole, what are your most anticipated? Obviously, besides oh, I think I think I should say just for the record, I will speak on behalf of the group. Yeah. We are all anticipating Barbie. <laughs> um, right there was a time <laughs> where three of us had a whole podcast where we, we did R I P in peace. Um, but besides Barbie, what are the other three movies you're looking forward to?
2: Yeah. Um, okay, so first of all, um, There is a new franchise film for a rebooted franchise coming out this year that is actually, upon thinking about it, my favorite film franchise of all time uh and it is based on a book that i really loved starring one of my favorite young actresses and i am talking about the hunger games the ballad of songbirds and snakes uh i am very excited for this movie i loved the book i think it's really interesting and i'm super excited that they sort of are returning to the world of the hunger games because i think that especially the way that they're doing it um with this prequel where susan collins the author of the original series like wrote the book beforehand so it feels actually like um truly a a part of the universe and not like them just trying to make another movie uh it has Rachel Zeckler in it, who I love. It has honestly an insane cast. Um, I'm very excited for everyone in it. I think that it's going to have some really interesting production and, and costume design like the original Hunger Games movies did. And I'm also really excited because a large part of the plot of the story revolves around music. And so we're going to get a lot of original music in the film sung by Rachel Zegler, which I'm super looking forward to. And, you know, after Shazam! Fury of the Gods, She needs a win. Um, And I think that this is going to be it. Um, So I'm very much looking forward to that. Another film based on like a pre-existing property that I'm very excited about uh, is the Color Purple musical film. Um, Of all the, you know, announced films that we have had being made that are based on musicals that are like based on um, previous films, the Color Purple is definitely the one that I'm most excited about. Um, sorry, two mean girls. Uh, but, you know, I think it's interesting because obviously it's going to be a bit different from the existing film, which... I do really love I love the color purple sort of in all of its forms Um, and I saw the musical on Broadway and I really loved it and I think that this cast that they have for it is incredible I think that there's a lot of opportunity for it to be really great and I think that it's um, you know one of those musicals that has obviously a lot of heartbreak and, and tragedy in it but also has really fun moments of joy and I'm so excited to get to see all of that on screen. Um, and then the last one that I will say I have so many that I'm looking forward to, but I feel like I wouldn't be me if I didn't mention fo. um I mean, you could like all that I needed from it was Sarah Runnan and Paul M- Miscall as a couple um but them being in some sort of sci-fi universe, I think that it sounds really interesting. I love the two of them as actors. I love to see uh, my favorite Irish people United. And I also am just always excited whenever, you know, I love seeing Sersha in a period piece but I also really do like whenever we get to see her in something that's not because I think that it proves that like she really is an incredibly versatile actress and I'm also just excited because it's been a bit of a drought since I've had like a, a good Sersha role and I'm hoping that this is it so that is one that I am super anxiously awaiting and hopefully it stays 2023 I know there's been maybe people were not positive where it would go but I'm hoping it does stay 2023
0: um, I made a face at you when you were talking about Color Purple because that was one of my most anticipated Sorry. Um, we sadly, weren't going to double dip so <laughs> I'm going to um, now blanket statement uh, Jillian what is your favorite um, <laughs> most anticipated films besides the Color Purple and or Barbie
4: um, well I'm glad that neither of those are on my list no offense um I think my first one is one that I missed at Sundance because I did not hear about it till after and it's an A24 film called Earth Mama, um, which is a fantastic directorial debut and I feel like this year we're going to get a, last year we had a lot of good directorial debuts and this year I feel like we're going to get even more um it really it centers around like a mother fighting for her like children and she has an unborn child and just a lot of like uncertainties and exploration of like motherhood and fear um and it just sounds it that sounds really depressing but it like I don't know I just love like women like in the center of a film and like dealing with such like complexities about like I think I'm not obviously not a mother but like I feel like these past few years we've gotten really good like I don't know films about motherhood which I'm like makes me think a lot about the future um so I'm excited for that one because I heard really good stuff at Sundance um another one that I'm excited about is The Killer David Pinter Returns um let's see what else about that one I like the graphic novel and I think he does his best work when it's adapted work and reuniting with the um, seven writer. I think it's gonna be really strong. I'm interested to see, like how Michael Fassbender is in a Fincher movie. Um looks good. I like that he's returning more to like a commercial type of world versus like Mink was very, like personal and artsy. Um, so I'm excited for that one. And then, I feel like the films I'm excited about, like, I don't know if they're coming out. Like, I'm excited about the actor with um Ryan Gosling. and they said it was supposed to come out last year did not and so I'm I, hoping it-
1: I do think it's coming this year
4: oh yeah because I like yeah. really miss Ryan Gosling I'm like where where is he I need him um so I'm excited about that one and then Saltburn I know for sure is coming out this year and I'm excited about that one too because I love um how Emerald Fennel writes like female-centered thrillers she did Killing Eve obviously Promising Young Women which she won the Oscar for she's doing the new John Wick female because we're big John Wick fans on this podcast she's doing ballerina um and I just like the idea of Rosamund Pike Barry Keoghan and Jacob Elordi playing aristocrats and I feel like it's just going to be an insane time uh, between those three so yeah I think that's what I'm excited about so far
0: very nice very nice um you didn't have any on my list which is great um i I just
1: can't believe that like jillian's going to a barbie themed party dressed up as oppenheimer and she was like i'm not (laughs) even going to mention it Wait, are
2: you really i I truly am shocked you didn't say oppenheimer
4: i i feel like it's too on the nose i'm excited about it i love i love a good history moment about the atomic bomb i love a good what if it's
1: what if it's Nolan's um, *Inglorious Bastards? Like, it didn't happen.
4: I will show up in my fedora and my suit to the theater and the, bar- and the Barbie party. I will lead the charge.
1: Wait, we should dress up as Oppenheimer to every... Like, we should go pass out like copies of his biography that it's based on at the theater. Like, you know, the um, for Infinity Pool, how they dressed up for the Q&As? Like, we should just show up
2: we should get like okay outside. i'm imagining it though more like how
1: like the shining twins but like me and jillian
2: as see i was imagining you know how they had like the the scream um ghost face things <laughs> like that's what i'm imagining you Wait, guys just can just we as talk about... out in the wild <laughs> like... zoe
1: and i went to this scream screening and like when we were waiting there were all these people from paramount there and i was like you know i was Seeing all these people saying that people are dressed up as ghost face, like popping up, trying to scare people mid movie, which, like, did you watch Scream 2? I mean, clearly they did, yeah, but like, what the fuck? um, sorry, I'm a Scream 6 hater, I think it's terrible. Um, and the theory on Scream 7 don't get me started, we're gonna talk about a movie I'm not anticipating for next year already, Scream 7. Um, but we should do that as Oppenheimer. Like, just go to screenings. I mean, like, we're from Universal. Let us in. We'll just <laughs> pop up. <laughs> it's not, um, it's that mean that's, like,
0: two tickets to the Barbie movie, please, but you're dressed up like Oppenheimer. Wait, What's we up should up? do that for your TikTok. And then you should also go to Oppenheimer just as Barbie. Yes. And do that TikTok trend that's, like, um, you know how when Avatar came out, people would be, like, oh, can I get two tickets for the two o'clock show? And then it'd be someone um, at the movie theater being like, for what movie? But the person is dressed like a Navi. Y'all should do that. And everyone thinks that that's where the joke is going. That's clearly for Barbie, but you're like, for Oppenheimer? <laughs> you're welcome. I'll be I'm here out. all day. Um, like-
4: you've TikTok. I feel like when you was- talk about it, though, then I get less excited because I'm like, you don't get it like I get it. <laughs> there you go. My connection to... What is his name J Robert Oppenheimer or is it Robert J? J Which Robert other? Brown, J uh, Robert Jason
0: Robert Brown Oppenheimer and
4: I are spiritually connected, and it's no musical. one else it except. For- I really appreciate that, Lex. <laughs> Thank you,
0: Jason Robert Brown Oppenheimer, the last That's five good. years of building the atomic bomb. Okay, <laughs> um, moving on to a man who one thousand percent has Oppenheimer in his anticipated films of twenty twenty three. Jacob, give us our top. Give us your top
1: three. Wait, everybody oh. try to guess Jacob's top three. Well, one was Barbie. Spider-Man. Spider, yes. Man, Spider- yes. in the verse. And Super Mario Brothers.
0: Wonka?
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everything. Yeah, Wonka? Um, no, Wonka would be my top five, but it's not okay, my top three.
0: I was going to say, if it's in your top three, then we're skipping you and we're going to go ahead and do me. Because all of my favorites are being taken. What else could there
1: be? That's Jacob Core.
4: Um,
3: there's one that I'm really excited for, but I haven't been super vocal about it. But oh,
4: Killers of the Flower Moon.
1: He gave up on that after last year. Last session?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even read the book for class. I skipped it.
1: Wow. Magazine wow. dream. Mm-mm. What you got, Jacob? Uh, Lex
3: might have it on hers, but... So I've got Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, of course. Is I'm it Indiana Jones? The poster right now. No. Okay. Um, no, my number two, the, uh, this one I'm still excited for, even though I've heard not great things, but I hope that it'll be good is Spaceman. Uh, Again? Adam Sandler. Yes, I will. Until it comes out, it'll be <laughs> in my top three.
2: I really <laughs> thought you were about to say air. I know it's like. No. it's like that's a hate crime against me
3: <laughs> um and then my number three is actually are you there god it's me margaret oh
1: nice. no I love... why did you do that to lex oh, i
3: i think <laughs> the edge of 17 <laughs> is one of the best coming of age movies of the last like 20 years and that's not just because Haley steinfeld's in it um and I love Rachel McAdams. I love uh, Benny Safdie. Glad that they're both in it as parents. Uh, that'll be perfect for me. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I've been excited for it ever since I saw that first trailer. Um, but yeah, so that's my number three. Sorry, Lex. It's
0: okay. I was about to make you really uncomfortable and being like, "Man, you'll never understand," though. What? reading that book and
1: imagining what your first period will be like is like but um no i, I probably wait wouldn't. can we talk about um when i saw magic mike's last dance with zoe rose bryant it was a rowdy screening and they played the trailer for the movie and when she puts down the box of tampons and then covers it people were like <laughs> <"I'm
2: dead." laughs>
1: i was like where's the rowdy screening of this movie
0: <laughs> i read that book um before I learned about anatomy. And mm. um so I read that book and I was like, Mom, welcome to the like TMI segment of uh <laughs> Central. But I read that book and I was like, Mom, why is she crying about her period? <laughs> I was thinking it was like the end of a sentence. So I was like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. god. See, so my mom, by the time America the American girl care and keeping of you and I was like uh, <laughs> I was
2: literally about to say that by the time I read "Are You There?" got it to me, Margaret. I already had the American Girl Karen Keeping a Few books, so I knew what was up.
0: you <laughs> can adapt the Karen Keeping a <laughs> Few for the film. It'll win Best Adapted <laughs> <birthday. laughs> Anyway. Don't tempt me. Now that we've made things sufficiently awkward, I'll share my top three. um <laughs> So a lot of mine have been taken, obviously. Um, very excited for Barbie. I actually am excited for Oppenheimer. Like when it comes to the, like Barbie versus Oppenheimer, I'm going to be at Barbie first, but then the next day I'll go see Oppenheimer. Well, um, I'm going to do, Raider. I'm going
1: to do double feature.
0: Yeah. See, maybe, maybe I'll do that.
1: Um, I'm gonna go to Fancy's
3: going to do a Barbie yeah, ticket yeah. and then walk into Oppenheimer after
1: movie hopping okay I just gotta say this like on the record because I do think that Dunkirk is Nolan's best movie mm-hmm. but I drove to San Diego from Los Angeles to see Tena in a theater okay no one was more committed to Robert Pattinson being a time travel boyfriend to Don- John David Washington than me like I was like I'm gonna see these two kiss and then they did not kiss <laughs> And Nolan went down my my books. Um, no, I Killian Murphy, I've been yelling about this man since I was like nine.
2: Like I'm excited for Oppenheimer because my man, Sir Kenneth Branagh, is in it. So I will be there. Worry not. He everyone. was in Tenet as a Russian. Yeah. Yes, but the issue with Tenet with is a very that large it was, age um, gap
4: with him and his wife.
2: It was it was quarantine times, so
4: i
1: I just, like, I really don't want them to move one of them. Like, I really want theaters to play up the Barbie versus Oppenheimer. They should think... honestly offer, like, double feature tickets. Well, they should offer double feature tickets. They should give you, like, something if you do do a double feature. Like, they should give you, like, something for doing it. Like a t- yeah. You should get sided. A,
4: sticker. a Barbie, <gasps> an Oppenheimer Barbie.
2: <laughs> no but
1: actually Wait, it would be Murphy smart
4: we at make one and sell it it would be smart for them to give some sort of like the most perfect
2: face it would be smart for them to give some sort of like coupon for concessions or something if you like buy tickets to both
1: yeah and like when Alien vs Predator came out and I know this is not the crowd for Alien vs <laughs> Predator <laughs> but it's okay. And same thing with Freddy versus Jason, because that was like an iconic moment in history. The people that worked at the movie theaters, they had t-shirts, like they were Team Freddy, Team Jason, like Team Alien, Team Predator. And like, they should do that again. Like, get in on the fun. Like, I don't know, make it so fun. And there are so many ways they could do it. And they can just call me and I have all the ideas up here. Not for them. You know what I'm just realizing? Wasn't mm-hmm. Jimmy Kimmel supposed to bring that popcorn guy to the Oscars that he went viral? There. Yes. He
4: was there. Where was he? He was there. He was on ABC. Did they yeah. show him? Yeah. Well, they showed him. Most, they, he had like entire segments of just making popcorn.
1: But just on the red carpet or something?
4: Um, Wait, he well, was, he
1: was in the audience. Yeah. He,
4: he was, was in. The- I think
1: whenever they showed him, he was in the theater, right? He yeah. Was
4: upstairs at the Dolby, like making mm-hmm. popcorn.
1: But was he, like, in the ceremony? I thought he was going to have, like, a bit.
4: No, he was just on the ABC pre-show.
2: Well, that's lame. But he got to go, so, I mean. They made him work. I mean, to be fair, handing popcorn to
1: famous people probably doesn't feel like work. But when it's your job to hand people popcorn, you probably wouldn't want to do it on your day off.
3: I would agree with that i don't know someone who has done that yeah
2: I. <laughs> but know. if if you're handing it to truly famous people like if they let them give it to you know
3: no because you'll get the one person that part. says did you layer the butter and so you've <laughs> got to pour out the entire top half of it into the trash and then they say no 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 you don't have to do that and i'm like okay it's fine i just make more
4: well i want to know who was in charge of the snack wraps that key Eating. that's or what
1: i said they looked like mcdonald snack wraps and we don't have those in the united states so wtf what are they um lex, mcdonald's bring them back lex mm-hmm. did your next two movies have mcdonald's snack wraps in them or no? um
0: not that i know of um <laughs> I mean, if I were to watch the live action Little Mermaid and Ariel would have whipped out a fillet of fish <laughs> snack wrap, I'd be
1: like nice. Wait. So what if that's like the partnership? Like that's
0: the you know, it'd be so like dead. what's funnier, the idea that Ariel like under the sea <sighs> and like she whips out a fillet of fish snack wrap and our little fish friends are horrified or like eric shows her the lay of the land and he takes wait, her to mcdonald's i was imagining wait, he's wait. like that section
2: where he's taking her around the town and he's he just doesn't like, have a oh, voice. let me take you to our finest
0: dining establishment <laughs> she doesn't have a voice she can't speak but she's kind of like looking a little weird and he's like oh you like that it's a filet of fish
3: <laughs> yeah it's after after she like eats grief. it
1: too. We have you guys seen those tiktoks where it's like would this kill gwyneth paltrow Yes. Yes. Okay. Like, what would, like, what would send her into shock? Um, Ariel to play a fish. Play yeah. Honestly, I think a good McRib
0: would send Ariel into a coma.
2: Probably the spicy McDonald's the sprite. sprite. Yeah, I was going to say the
0: Sprite. Yeah.
3: She'd probably um, start talking again after that. It fixed yeah. your vocal cords.
0: There you go. It would. It would activate. The vocal
2: it's all Ariel needed. She needs <laughs> <eating some> McDonald's <laughs> Sprite.
0: Um. Uh, yeah. No, I am really excited for. The live action, I know, I know that there are things like the Sebastian and the Flounder that are like baby cakes. What are we doing? Uh,
1: Um, also, the um, bird, the bird Sebastian, voiced by Davy Diggs, though. So that'll be nice. No, that Apple Um, TV show, uh, let's let's pretend that didn't happen,
0: yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, but um, I am excited for that. I just notoriously love the little mermaid. I always have. I relate to Ariel. You know, I watch this girl see some man and never actually speak to him and be like, dear God, I have to have him. I have to adorn my room with photos and a statue of him and I will risk it all for him. And I said, you go, girl. I feel you. Um, I would give up my voice for three days to marry Joseph Quinn. Like I'd do it. Um, But I think the like, whether or not, like the live action films for Disney have been good, which some have obviously been better than others. Um, I do think if nothing else, like they're always visually very pretty. Um, Like I personally wasn't the biggest fan of the live action. Um, Look at Kenzie's aerial
1: uh, ornament. Uh So pretty. I got Um, my husband bought me this the first time we went to Disneyland together because it's my favorite Disney movie. That's so cute.
0: Um but yeah like I personally wasn't a fan of the Beauty and the Beast live action remake. Um but I visually thought Let's just different.
1: say Dan Stevens innocent.
0: Dan Stevens is innocent. Um you McGregor
1: innocent. You know <laughs> You know who isn't innocent? You innocent. know who isn't innocent? Who Olaf. What's his name? Oh Josh Gad. Oh not Josh
2: Gad.
0: You know who's innocent? innocent? Josh Groban, singing Evermore. Which is the best thing to come out of that film?
1: Um, I didn't know that that was a thing until right now, and I'm like, "Wow, no, you not left. know that it you was don't a understand. whole
0: moment." Mm-hmm.
4: You don't Josh understand as the 15th huh. first openly gay Disney character.
0: Yeah, the 251st op- first openly gay Disney character, and it was just them touching hands. They,
3: and no,
0: saying "Evermore." <laughs> for that and then recently they did a live action beating the beast special with josh groban mm-hmm. and her which was fine but josh groban they put him in a long wig and he sang that song and i ascended to heaven um it was wonderful that's anyways going back to my most anticipated films of 2023 um my third most anticipated film is honestly besides the ones that have been talked about Um, I'm also really excited for Wonka. Um, Yes. Wonka Mm -hmm. has been just like a comfort film for me. The original. Um, Although if you ask me to, I will sing all the Oompa Loompa songs from the Tim Burton film, like on the drop of a hat. Um, Anytime I'm having an anxiety attack, this is TMI, but whatever. Um, We already talked about first periods. Um, (laughs) I put on Augustus Gloop from the Tim Burton Willy Wonka. Because there's something about like just hearing a song about a child being stuck in a chocolate pipe that makes me feel so relaxed that like it it gets me out of the anxiety attack like almost instantly. That song would save me from Vecna. Um but the point being is that I've always loved the Willy Wonka story. Um and do I necessarily think we need this film? No, I don't. Um, but I do trust like I've never watched because it's a it's a prequel pretty much. It's the backstory to Willy Wonka. Never once have I watched Willy Wonka, be it the Gene Wilder superior version or um, the Tim Burton one, and never have I ever been like, "Gee, I wonder how Willy Wonka came to own this chocolate
2: factory." Okay, see, I have. I'm always like, "How did this man get this messed up?"
0: It's kind of like, <laughs> listen, I went to a now we're getting religious. Um, I went to a Christian school where they taught us this theory that the universe had to have an uncaused cause. And in my mind, Mm. that's what happened to the Chocolate Factory. There was an uncaused cause. And Willy Wonka just was there from the dawn of time. Like the big bang happened and so did this Chocolate Factory. And that's just how Willy Wonka existed.
3: But well, don't forget, Tim Burton did try to do a backstory that yeah, the dad was a dentist. He wasn't it's allowed
0: super to eat awkward.
3: chocolate. awkward.
0: His dad was a dentist. It's my
1: favorite. uh the only
4: part. thing I remember from that movie is just the dentist scenes. Nothing I, else.
1: Wait, I, all I, I remember should... is um, he who shall not be named being like, good morning, starshine, <laughs> the earth well, says. Hello! My hello. favorite moment in... maybe six years, that's exactly how me and my best friend would call each other. Like, yeah. whoever would answer would say, good morning, starshine, and then the other person would be like, the earth says hello! Like, and that <laughs> is how we talked talk to each other for six years. Every single phone call started like That's incredible. Like that. I don't even like that movie.
0: My, like that so movie. my favorite that's part that piece? in that entire movie is actually when... <laughs> he who shall not be named uh goes back to uh see his (laughs) father and it's so awkward he gets in the dentist chair and his dentist father uh who's like the bad guy in the star or star wars prequels is like i haven't seen molars like this since and then he's like "Willie," and then (laughs) willy
1: wonka goes hi dad Wait, um, did you guys know that um, he shall not be named is not acting like that's just that just him talks. Yeah, <laughs> he just rolled I... up to his former dad's dentist office Go, and they filmed it. No,
2: I used to like, when I was a kid.
0: I did have a moment in like I think I was like in fourth or fifth grade when that movie came out. And I did have a moment with it where I would, like, make my parents watch me reenact it. And so (laughs) I can do, like, every single line. Like, I used to love the part where he's showing them the factory and he's like, those tubes suck up the chocolate and carry it away. (laughs) Make my parents watch me reenact that. Um, But I also used to, like, reenact the Gene Wilder version. Like, I've always
1: preferred that one um like any, yeah,
2: yes. like any sensible it's, person.
1: Yeah, like any sensible person. I feel like we just have to get this question out of the way. Is Gene Wilder hot in that movie? Absolutely. Yes. Gene Wilder is hot. That really? was the quickest yes from every <laughs> single person I've ever
0: heard. I'm going to do a Billy on the Street where I run up to random people and I'm like, Miss, for a dollar, is Gene Wilder hot in Willy Wonka?
2: Okay, listen, I'm just going to put it out now and there is a correct answer to this but like fuck Mary Kill.
0: <laughs> the Willy Wonka, Gene
2: Wilder Willy Wonka. He who shall not be named Willy Wonka. There is a correct answer here. And Timothy Chalamet Willy Wonka. Well, um, no Mary... there's
0: not because I'm, I'm going to fuck Mary. and marry Gene Wilder Willy Wonka. Well no, what I'm saying well, is, is there's a correct answer. Name, and I'm going to pat Timothy Chalamet Willy
2: Wonka on the head <laughs> and say good boy. What I'm saying is there's a correct answer of what you have to do with he who shall not be named Willy Wonka. Well,
1: he's killed obviously. Mm-hmm. Um also censor me all you want real life too. Um but yeah. uh Timmy, Mary and then Gene mm-hmm. fuck See, yeah, I'd say that's Mary also Jean, my answer.
3: because Gene's already been Willy Wonka for a while. So he's he's already got it. He's He's ready to retire. See, Timothy is
2: singing in his movie. So I'm like, let's get on that. Gene
0: Waters. Gene
3: sings.
2: Uh, your
0: imagination makes me cry every time. Yeah, I
4: does it. Yeah, triangle sadness
0: version. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know who covers pure the Glee version? Uh, Josh Groban.
1: He Uh, does. No what but, is something like have you seen those um tiktoks of a guy who will take like two random things and go through wikipedia to get to the other one yeah you yeah. that with every single oscar contender and josh german i'll do it
0: i'll let's go get
1: to it real fast <laughs> if
0: there's any like i'm trying to think off the top of my head if there's anyone i could do just like real quick
1: well it's head. poor things yeah Emma stone yeah
0: yeah it's no, 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 I mean, like recent Oscars, like winners. Like, I'm trying to think of like winners from this year that I could connect to Josh Groban. Winners this
4: movie year that won everything. What the one movie that won everything is it not connected to Josh Groban? It
0: probably is. I'm mm.
4: <laughs> what about all quiet? He's gonna be thinking about this
0: all quiet. Well, Groban so Josh Groban did a cover good. of Sean Kingston's Fire Burning, and uh, <laughs> uh, do you know what I would give to hear Josh Groban cover? Sean Kingston's Fire Burning. I'd give can't. up my firstborn for that. God, I'm trying to this is going to bother me now,
2: but I Okay, I'm sorry to cut this off, but I have to say I'm amazed that Lex has talked about Wonka for this long and has not brought up one of the cast members of it.
3: I'm surprised she hasn't brought up TikTonka.
0: <laughs> TikTonka.
3: TikTok Wonka. Oh, I've
0: seen TikTok Wonka. (laughs)
3: Yeah.
0: Oh well, of course that Olivia Coleman. Yes. Yeah. Another thing is, I do hope that Wonka Olivia Coleman is one of the, um, like,
1: actresses that I will stand. Wait, I can I can do it really fast. Um, Michelle Yeoh. Uh huh. I clicked on her, and then Crazy Rich Asians, and then there's a casting controversy article, and it brings up Emma Stone in Aloha, and then Emma Stone. Crazy Stupid oh. Love, Josh Groban.
2: Boom, done. Yeah. So well done, Kenzie. Three clicks.
0: Yeah, but like I mean, like connected film-wise, which means that you always have to connect it to Emma Stone, or yeah. Ciarl, or Ryan Gosling. Oh, okay. Recent Oscars. Um, I know I just said that I wanted winners, but Ryan Gosling and Barbie, and uh, Crazy Stupid Love, because you have to connect it every time to Crazy Stupid Love
3: yeah well or Josh wait Gerber that's not true was also in weird he was in so weird could, that's so
0: it, true you also could connect in, it with beauty and the beast live action he in the beast, and you can also connect it with um muppets most wanted he was in muppets most
1: wanted so that also does wait is muppets most wanted a sequel to yeah. the muppets yeah.
3: wait exactly. and he was in the hollers with the john krasinski movie
0: he was, we don't yes, talk he about was. him. Yes, he Terrible. was. I forgot. He was the priest that married uh, Anna Kendrick and John Krasinski. I can't believe I forgot that.
1: Of course, John Krasinski's in a movie with her. Josh Groban. No.
0: With uh Anna Kendrick.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I did not like that movie. Never
1: even um, heard of In it 2017,
0: when I uh saw Great Comet i watched every movie josh garban had and every tv appearance he'd ever been in so i have seen the episode with always always sunny in philadelphia (laughs) so the episode of the office which he was super funny in that episode of the office um i don't even like
1: the office but he was very good in that episode do you Uh, know how much it um keeps me up at night that uh austin butler likes the office like (laughs) what is going on You know the movie Poor Things? Um, I need to do that to Austin. Like remove. <laughs> do you know what that part? Um, segment I
0: should do um after I'm done connecting everyone to Josh Gurbin is I connect them to iCarly, like I do for Austin Butler. I feel like you
4: I can love do them. it. Emma Stone was on iCarly. Emma
0: Stone was on iCarly. Austin Butler was on iCarly. Um so, Michelle Obama. I- uh if we ever want a side tangent that has nothing to do with the Oscars or even film, I will talk about how weird the Michelle
1: Obama episode was
0: <laughs> and how I it remember doesn't remember
1: when fun. she just kept being on TV shows, like she was on <laughs> Perks and Rack and I'm <laughs> like, what are you doing here? like, remember when it was she the time me, like, go on, like, Vine because this was pre-TikTok
0: and she'd be like, my favorite fall vegetable is a sweet potato and that would be the
1: Vine <laughs> You know um, we could use more content like that. Let's be real. We really could.
0: I also this is a whole side tangent. I one time while I was trying to fall asleep, um, I one time imagined like what the Michelle Obama episode of iCarly would have been like if it was Melania Trump, and I like made myself laugh. <laughs> She'd be like Carly, Sam, Freddie, you all are famous, which makes you superior to your peers. I'm very happy to be here. Um, anyway. <laughs> those were our most anticip on that note <laughs> those were our most anticipated films of 2023 um does anybody have like here's here's the here's the dealio um super early Oscar predictions the week after the Oscars like stresses me out
1: um she's like but no shade to Jacob's predictions no shade on to Jacob's our site right that now. I have literally
0: pulled up right now it's a lovely <laughs> it's just it's this thing where I remember like early on, like this time last year, I thought Empire Light was gonna like sweep at the Oscars. Ah! And so it's just this thing where it's like what I think now is not gonna be what I think in a couple months. Um, but just for shits and gigs, does anyone have any like big anticip or big predictions right now that they wanna call that either and a year from now, we'll look back on and go, wow, you called it. Or we'll look back on now and say, ha you idiot.
1: Um, anybody got anything? I am worried that um, we're going to have a lot of articles about Killers of the Flower Moon and its production. Mm-hmm. And um, that it will be his third movie to get a bunch of nominations and blank. Yeah, um, but I do just want to say I really am hoping that they like rally behind Lily Gladstone. I think she has been for years like such an exciting screen presence, whether it be on TV or in movies. Um, and she is so like fun and like down to earth in interviews that I'm really excited for her to have something of this caliber in the conversation. So I really do hope they like rally behind her, and she's kind of like not a luck but just like a guaranteed feeling nom um i also really think that um i don't want to say it but i get the vibe that bradley cooper will be snubbed in director again obviously that's not a prediction that is the opposite of a prediction we can but, say like snub predictions yeah i just think that um he, I don't know, I feel like he has to do something really subtle and this, everything I know is kind of striking me as the opposite. And I also want to say I'm wondering if this is Thomas Newman's big year for score with Elemental. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that movie might actually be I don't want to say like a flop but like I feel like Pixar is and it's like, like for like awards season is kind of like not like they're looking for something different every year and elemental from what we know. And obviously that's gonna change as we like get more trailers and clips and whatnot. But it kind of feels like generic. Like it literally just feels like Zootopia on the periodic table. Um so I'm kind of but I'm wondering if like people will be like, you know, we don't have to give animated feature. We can give it original score because it's Thomas Newman. And that would be, like, what is he at, 15?
3: I think uh, so. like, like
1: that. <laughs> I like feel like maybe people think the conversation's going to be, like, Bradley Cooper can't be a 13-time loser. And then he's yeah. only going to get to 12 nominations. And then, um, or, you know, what if he just misses actor again? Like, Yeah. You never know. Because I'm going to be yelling <laughs> about him in Nightmare Alley until the end of time. The other that um, Ludwig gets in for Oppenheimer. Mm. The other Oppenheimer and Dune are going to be battling in every tech category until the end of time.
4: Yeah,
2: yeah. I truly don't know what to do with Dune in terms of Oscar predictions because I feel like are they going to do that thing where they're like, we just gave Dune one nominations what two years ago, like we're not gonna. Waste spots on it, or is it gonna be different enough that they're going to be willing to nominate it in all the same places all over again? I don't know. I um, the worry that I have with snubs is that I feel like I've seen a lot of people predicting Saltburn getting in places because Promising Young Woman, you know, sort of rose above what it was expected to get, and I'm worried it's gonna get completely snubbed out because of the whole, you know. Female thing for one thing, and also like I feel like it doesn't sound like the kind of movie that the Oscars usually go for. Um, so we will see with that. I feel like there's a lot right now that I'm just like waiting to get a better like feel on what it's gonna be. Um, obviously, we're at that like weird point where we don't even have trailers for most of the things that are sort of expected to be oscar players um and i i've seen you know certain people going in on like films like freud's last session and things that i was not really considering so i'm I'm curious you know to see where things go
1: oh you know what i want to say i'm gonna feel good about predicting is um priscilla and me for Mm -hmm. hair and makeup i think that that will be um i don't think people will be like we just did this because it didn't win right um but with dune 2 my biggest worry about it is um he mentioned in print during multiple times during the campaign and production of the first dune that he wanted to make a third movie and make it a trilogy even though the se- the sequel is essentially just the end of the first book um but if he does that and people don't know like are they going to be like well we'll just wait for the third like they did with Lord of the Rings right but like from what I've heard is that it really like has the end of the first book and it's very wrapped up and like it's not like a cliffhanger or like leaves you wanting more so I'm wondering if maybe they just like wrap it up with this one and then like the tv shows or whatever like live on as like the sister Mm. properties essentially but I also feel I just realized I think Emma Stone has a PGA credit on uh poor things which is thrilling but I do want to say maybe this is the year everyone rallies behind Willem Dafoe getting an Oscar
2: Um, that'd be amazing.
1: It would also be really funny to follow a supporting actor with, like, one of the most, like, tender, like, kind-hearted performances. It's, like, subtle and a man being, like, emotional with whatever Willem Dafoe ends up doing in Four Things, <laughs> yep. um, which will not be the same.
2: Um, I would love that. Really,
1: I would really love that. Um,
2: what are y'all thinking about Asteroid City right now? No, No, thanks.
4: Best i think stars. i think wes anderson's time is like th- literally like time's up like it just feels think- like so his work to me just feels so like ancient even though like we're in 2023 and i feel like it doesn't hit i feel like the last film that hit was like grand budapest hotel i was gonna like,
0: say like i've not cared about a wes anderson film Granted, like i don't think he's had like a ton come out since then but the yeah. last time I cared about a Wes Anderson film was Grand Budapest Hotel. I don't
4: think he's winning an Oscar like in the near future. I
1: actually do really like um French Dispatch, but there it's the thing is like there's certain segments of it I like more than the other segments. And the segments I don't like I just wish weren't in the movie. Like yeah. I wanted a whole movie of um Benicio del Toro and um Leia Sedu. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted that movie and nothing else, to be honest with you. <laughs> um But I do like Isle of Dogs. I just, like, would never watch it again. But I also am not a fan of um, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Um, Yeah. But I think it's, like, a tech player for sure. I feel Mm -hmm. like, because his other movie, I'm like, what is going on there? And because everyone's very convinced it's, like, coming out this year
0: also. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Yeah, but it's, like, another, like, Chronicle Thing Kind of similar to um, The French Dispatch. So I'm... I don't know. But he could just like get an adapted screenplay Not for that. If like, adapted it's like very weak. Like you never know.
2: Well and I'm... Asteroid City is co-written with Roman Coppola. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah I just think that I think Asteroid City is going to be like just... Text.
2: Which my question is I feel like we have several projects this year that are going to be sort of like tech heavy films if that makes sense like dune 2 and oppenheimer and i right. also
1: feel like um Killers of the flower moon will be like yep. a big tech player
2: right so and i wonder it- if like asteroid city gets entirely shut out because there's bigger players that are going to be getting tech noms as well
1: yeah, yeah. it comes out in june right yeah i think so so it could get like shut
3: out yeah. because there's also there also could be like you know, for instance Barbie could have mm-hmm. just enough text in it to where that takes over because that is a bigger player in like best picture and acting and all that kind of stuff um so yeah, yeah I could and like see I really think
1: point. Barbie will be like competing to win for costumes and. Uh-huh it yeah. will definitely be competing for nomination for I also just I don't
4: trust Focus Futures doing a campaign for Asteroid City because of how bad the Tar campaign was and like the other Focus Futures that I don't like I don't think it already has a strong chance but I think because of where it's set up home it's like not going to be pushed as heavily unless it's like something out of this world amazing like he's consistent I would say he's consistent with production design and screenplays but like I don't know just to me he feels so outdated that I don't like it'd be weird for him to be in the Oscar conversation I feel well, like I he'll always I... be
1: in the conversation just because like he came so close to like winning with Grand Budapest mm-hmm. that he'll just like always be in the conversation but I'm also wondering like because focus has um the Alexander Payne and then they have um yeah uh mm-hmm. something else but I feel like it's not even going to be like their unless they see it like really take off I feel like it won't be like their focus <laughs> that sounds so dumb I feel it's like their focus
4: I feel like Alexander Payne <laughs> if they had to choose would be the priority like cause yeah, I think and there's like and a people- lot there like push more and I think with Paul Giamatti like that's a good push um Mm -hmm. because now we're in this like wave of what's the next I don't think Paul Giamatti has like had a bad period but it's like oh like what would be a cool actor to see like be an Oscar winner and it's like Paul Giamatti and I feel like that could be the span of the campaign for that versus like I don't the actors in Asteroid City I don't think anyone's like too like crazy about and I don't think Wes does good like getting out getting actors Oscar nominations is not his like forte yeah I'm
1: really hoping that this year we have a female director nominated I cannot go two years (laughs) in a row with zero like this year we had six months I'm scared um, to
0: say my thoughts on how that could or could not go. um, because I'm scared that if I say what I think <laughs> could happen, it will be spoken into existence, and I don't want that. Um, but like, I feel like Greta Gerwig has a very good shot for Barbie. um, but at the same time, there's this weird I have this weird feeling in my gut. That she's either going to get a nomination or around this time, like, in the next eight to nine months, we're going to be, like, raging over how she was, like, the biggest snub. Like, I think it's going to go one of two ways. You know what I mean? I actually don't even think
1: she's the one I feel like people will rally behind because we all know that they're going to pick, like, one token woman and be like, that's our shot despite there being filmed from so many. But I've actually been thinking that it's <clears throat> going to be Rachel Morrison. Um, she has the movie with Brian Tyree Henry that Barry Jenkins wrote. And I mm-hmm. it's like her directorial debut for a feature film. And she has an Oscar nomination for cinematography. I just feel like that could be somebody that they rally behind. And fun fact, she's the first person that worked on The Hills to get an Oscar nomination. So, you know, that's pretty cool.
4: Yeah, oh. and I think, uh, her, Rena Yang is her cinematographer so I think that would be a good duo to get into directing and cinematography over, no offense to Barbie, with the male cinematographer but I'm like, I don't know. I,
2: I also would- am curious, just, I mean obviously it's not the kind of project that I feel like we normally, well I say that and yet like, it is a biopic so maybe. I'm curious where things could go with you know, Sofia Coppola um just because that Coppola name could help her. And if they like really It's kind of like
1: not it. been in the Oscar conversation for so long, I feel like. And it's gonna be such a small movie from what I heard. I heard it's like oh, okay, more yeah. like like um somewhere versus anything else she's done recently. Mm-hmm. So
2: okay. My um, thought was just it is a biopic, which makes it more Oscars friendly technically than most of the stuff she's done um in the past few years or past few films so yeah I don't know
1: I I just think that she's kind of like removed unless it's like a big contender and I really have like A24 has so many projects and I feel like they're gonna pick a couple and like that's probably not gonna be one of them unfortunately But the you can shop her Uniqlo collab right now.
3: <laughs> the other cinematographer that could have a chance is um Ellen Caris for Lee.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about that. I I was wondering like maybe this is like a year where we get more than one female DP nominated and it's like a bigger push because I know that like they didn't they tried purposely to not campaign with mandy walker like that Mm -hmm. um because they didn't want people to like vote for her because of that and then like people started like framing the conversation around that and i know that like it really bothered them um i also am so curious like what netflix does um they have so many things and Mm -hmm. they all seem like lead actor things I'm very curious and I'm also so on edge about um how many acting noms the color purple is going to get because the cast is so good and I feel like they all have like narratives and they all mm-hmm. are like well-respected people in the industry and the casting of the color purple movie has been like so funny because it gave me like the throwback to like finding out people were nominated like on the today show and stuff and it's so like i'm really curious how that like goes over because there's just so
3: many people in the conversation yeah. mm-hmm. for it and who goes where and the all that kind of stuff
4: nomination for traji because we haven't had her since like benjamin button and i just feel like that would be so good to get her in there
1: was she nominated for a globe for um what's it called Hidden Ending. Figures, yeah, or was it always just Octavia? I think it was just
4: Octavia.
3: Uh, I think she was as well. I think she was nominated for yeah. a Globe that
1: year. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> feel like she was nominated for a Globe. I feel like she hasn't, other than like TV. I feel like she hasn't really had like a big, um, like part that like translated to awards for her. Like it translated <laughs> for other people. Um, but that's like it's just like the supporting cast of that movie is so many people and like it's just like i it's definitely gonna be one of those things where we're gonna all see them be like two of them or at least getting in and it's just like figuring yeah. out like how it like winds down to two but yeah. mm-hmm. and i'm also very curious because i've heard terrible 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 things about napoleon like what happens <laughs> with that um
2: i
3: where is napoleon
2: will we ever see napoleon
3: Let he's me putting all of his his work into his gladiator movie He's forgotten about everything else.
1: That's what happened with uh Gucci I hope that he was like, I'm making the last duel so good. I, don't. Yeah. I
4: forgot that he did that movie. <laughs> I
1: can't <laughs> forget. I forgot that they were the director.
4: I'll never forget. That wasn't Lady Gaga for that movie.
1: Thank God. Um,
4: just directed that. I feel like she could have made it better. Probably, honestly. What about um, people- I wanna see Jesse Plemons. I hope he gets a good campaign because I think he would be a fantastic supporting actor winner. I don't know what his weight is and kill himself.
1: Of- out of the out of everyone in the cast, I feel like his character is probably the most likely for people to like support on like a campaign from like at least the book part of it it's so funny I saw so many people lifting Robert De Niro I'm like the guy's in the movie for five minutes
4: <laughs> maybe he's like Colin Firth and Empire of Light
1: <laughs> like you know it is so it's like I like I the don't know
4: what Colin Firth appearance is do we think is getting nominated this year
1: yeah I mean that's what this is though like when you're talking about Oscar predictions like a year in advance like you just go off the pedigree that's why every single person last year that did Oscar predictions had Empire Flight everywhere like you can't like roast people for <laughs> blindly predicting things that like have Oscar pedigree it's the reason anybody
4: what does film it. does everyone think is gonna have like attention right now and then it comes out and it's like it's literally, like, Empire of Light. Like, what is our Empire of Light of
3: 2023?
2: I do think, like, Ken's mentioned, Napoleon is one that I feel like whenever it was announced and, like, early on, before it got moved, everyone thought it was going to be a big deal. And I feel like it's going to get dropped and not make a splash. I do, too. And
1: then I also think that... um Uh... there's there's something else i don't remember but i'm also really scared it's maestro i like i just think like biopics have got to stop and there's a lot of problematic things within um the Mm -hmm. casting and i'm assuming the screenplay of maestro um but I mean he has the full support of the Bernstein estate behind him so it's very different than what Jake Hall, I'm so sorry Eric Anderson was trying to do um <laughs> so I feel like having the support will be a lot different um and it'll be like a completely different kind of campaign versus like what we saw with Elvis because the family didn't like see the movie until after it was over whereas I know the Bernstein estate's been like not, like, involved in the making of the movie, but they've been involved with, like, creative decisions, like, being made aware of them ahead of time. Um, But I also wonder about, like, Next Goal Wins, because Mm -hmm. I don't think is a good filmmaker. I'm so sorry. He's awful. Um, But I think that people just think because of the pedigree that he's going to be in the conversation, and I think, like, I mean it was three four years this movie's been like in the works of coming out I'm like yeah he replaced another he shall not be named but like I there's just there taking it that long for a movie is like not a good sign and that movie also had severe budget inflation problems um, any
2: movie that takes that long that was not planned to take that long. yeah it's it has a serious issues. <laughs> yeah, and
1: it's just like I don't know how you can like blame COVID still, like all these like if other movies got it together, like there's something else else going on here, right? Um,
2: um, oh, one that I wanted to mention that I forgot earlier, um, is the untitled Bob Marley biopic, um, which Dan Howitt pointed out in his article for MVP. Yeah, uh, has Kingsley deer playing Bob Marley and then Lashana Lynch playing his wife, which first of all, just excited to see that. Um, but it's directed by um, Ronaldo Marcus green. And obviously King Richard did pretty well at the Oscars, at least in terms of nominations and, you know, getting Will Smith in there. Um, so that is one that I feel like maybe could sort of sneak up and become an actual player. Um if it's any good um well
4: well, I think like what I'm curious about is like this year the rejection of like biopics winning I think like the Elvis of it all has a big conversation starting and um all four winners were like people like original characters versus like Mm the year before and all of that where there's at least one so i'm kind of curious on what the attitude is of the academy or voters if it was just a fluke of it this i year.
2: honestly feel like with elvis the thing is yeah. that like it was a Norman biopic which is a very different thing than like your normal oscar Beatty biopic so it I'm was curious an elevated biopic is which and trying. that's <laughs> well, and what I'm saying, obviously, I loved Elvis, and I think it was No, great. I'm saying, I think like, it was, it's you know, not, like, a general bio. Yeah, it's, a- it's not your, your King Richard or your Judy or your whatever that, while I think is, like, not as good, is also more what the Oscars go for, at least whenever it comes to acting. So I'm curious, like, what the ones that are coming this year... Are actually gonna end up being the ones who are like in the oscars conversation like is it maestro slash bernstein um is it you know like is the bob marley one gonna rise like well is you know i don't know like i'm trying to think what else is coming well i'm trying to think one. um Air. i've
3: been i've been thinking of the dumb money movie with craig gillespie mm. just because he has been doing so well over the past yeah. couple of years Um, but also the Ethan Cohen movie, uh, Mm. that's coming out because I mean, Tragedy of Macbeth didn't do too bad, um, at the Oscars, and so I'm wondering who's distributing that? What
1: who's distributing it
3: because if it's someone
1: bigger, because like Apple that wasn't their focus, so like, imagine if someone was Mm -hmm. distributing this with more, um kahunas you could say um also the um jacob will laugh because when he did his early oscar predictions last year i was like you have to add annette benning and he's like shut up that movie's not coming um nyad is apparently really supposed to come out this year and technically that is a biopic so i feel like this um, year get behind any overdue (laughs) narrative wouldn't it be funny if like last year it was like or like this previous oscars was like four first time nominees winning And next year was like, people who have been nominated 15, 20 times, finally winning. Yeah. Like, I would love that. Like, let's get here for it. I I really, I need it. And then like, I'll figure out who the, wouldn't it be funny if we got three winners again from the color purple? Oh my God. Three, like we just set a precedent. Cause like, that is such an ensemble. And even if all the rumors are true about Rustin and coleman domingo is good in it but the mm-hmm.
2: movie isn't like that could honestly still help him with the color purple for supporting yeah. mm-hmm. the thing with the color purple too is i just think that like the previous film what adaptation if the color the novel purple is this. did super well
1: what if that and... is
2: this movie though
1: what if this is the movie that we're all like yeah. oh my god it's getting 30 nominees yeah. <laughs> so well. Well, okay here's my thing maybe- though
2: the- The previous film adaptation of the novel did super well at the Oscars, right? Like in terms of
1: how they all know
2: Steven Spielberg and the only person that left empty. The color purple has done well at the Tony awards. Like the musical has both in its original run and its revival run. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it just is one of those properties that like the material is so strong that if there's any money and taste behind it at all it will be a good film and i feel like it's got that prestige just in its name like so i'm
3: i and really they have a am, lot of like layover too because like people who played in the actual music right on broadway are in the yeah. movie now
2: so i'm i am optimistic
3: is it t- i
4: don't i don't know i'm like are the musicals back though
0: Hugh Jackman said so in 2009 after she you she know and Vanessa Hutchins and Amanda Seyfried.
1: You know what so, I was yeah. thinking about in Oscar history is um, that Hugh Jackman hosted the Oscars and someone was like, you know, you would be great as that circus guy. And then the people that produced the Oscars were like, I'll direct the movie. And then we got The Greatest Showman. You don't um, speak to me of that yeah. movie. Thank you. But it's so funny because like we're coming up on like a potential writer's strike and like that's why that oscars was so like low budget and um i think he did he was a great he's a great host i love his monologue so much and like him pulling up Anne Hathaway and then them working together later Mm -hmm. like amazing you can't make that up
0: i joke about it i legitimately sometimes in the middle of the night when i can't sleep will look up that performance of Amanda Seyfried Dominic Cooper Um, Beyonce, Hugh Jackman, Zac Efron, and Vanessa Hudgens, like, the Avengers Who, um, (laughs) go sing a musical medley of um, musicals at that time, because, including songs from High School Musical 3, because that had just come out, and then at the end, Hugh Jackman goes, the musical is back! Um, It's just, uh, it's.
1: Well, I do think, like, adaptations of movies as musicals being made into movies is like we're gonna have like five years in a row of it so it's like and
2: you know. the color purple is technically not that because it is a musical that is an adaptation of the book that there is also a movie adaptation of like but it definitely still feels that. like that it's yeah. still an adaptation of <laughs> yeah,
1: a musical but yeah. that just means we can get mean girls in so it's fine we couldn't get the fir- the original movie we'll get the the musical movie I'm just yeah. i
4: think like i love no people i think everything ever movie. all at once opens up like a good pathway for genre films mm-hmm. coming off mm-hmm. of that one just being taken more seriously and like we haven't had a musical winner since like chicago um and we've had our first sci-fi winner. We've only had two fantasy winners, so I I feel like it's a good time for more genre films to break in. Um, and I also feel like the color. So what you're saying
1: is... is the Exorcist reboot, which will <laughs> ruin my life, will win best picture.
4: I don't know. I don't think we're at a horror place yet. I don't think we've we've. I Jamie Lee Curtis is a step in the right direction. I mean. Everything ever all I wants is genre, but do I think it's traditional sci-fi as it's being proclaimed? No, like that would be Dune if Dune won, which it's not going to. But I think it's like they're like, I think they're more open to like let's get weird. And the well, fact that it took them so long to do like another musical, let's say if the color purple gets in, like from Chicago, like they were like no to La La Land, but I think it's a good time to be a genre film. I do
2: think, too, The Color Purple has a better chance than most musicals because its subject matter is so strongly the kind of thing that the Oscars like. Like, it is a very... um, It's not sort of frothy musical. Um, It is very, like, serious and... I also think, you know, if they want to continue on sort of embracing diversity like they did this past year with Everything Everywhere All at Once, then The Color Purple is a great way to do that. Um, So, yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful. I want to see a trailer, though. That's kind okay, of how yeah, I feel about yeah, so many of these films.
4: With a legacy musical, then, like, if you're going to come up with one from scratch. Yeah. That's what I think helps. I agree. Color. And any musical that wants to get in in the future who to be vetted by broadway <laughs> can come to the oscars basically unless you're dear evan Hansen. <laughs> oh no there you go all right i'm
0: gonna while i agree with jillian's statement i'm gonna swiftly turn the subject away before things get um tense. <laughs> and say that um for fun uh for fun to diffuse the situation because i just thought of this why don't we all go in a circle and say um who we would like to host the 2024 Oscars. Um, I'll go first. Uh, okay. Josh Groban. Okay. What about Drew um, Carey as Geppetto? Drew Carey. Now there we go. If it's Sorry. Drew you No, know, see, if we're doing Drew Carey's Geppetto, then we have to do the full cast of that movie. Like, Then you also have to have Julia Louis-Dreyfus as the Blue Fairy and Brent Spiner as, um, not Spamoni, Stromboli. Um and <laughs> Spamoni and uh, <laughs> Usher as the guy who runs Pleasure Island. Like you have to have the full cast, but I'm I just dead. think that I want. Now that I'm thinking about it, I want like Josh Groban with Beyonce. <laughs>
1: and do you um, guys remember that year that um they had Beyonce sing every uh original yeah. song nominee?
0: Yes. Yes. Is.
1: Should they do that with Josh Groban?
0: Yes. Yes. What if he hosts? What if he
4: hosts?
1: Annie does that.
4: He yes.
0: hosts. Annie does that. Yeah, that's but
4: like the opening Stone number. Stone refused to sing on stage and the two songs that she had up for a nomination. <laughs> <laughs> get I legend
0: hope that like some super fun pop bubblegum pop song is written for Barbie and it gets nominated for best song. do Dua it,
1: Lipa. Yeah. It's
0: in. It's coming. Yes. Okay. Dua Lipa and Josh Groban. Du- Listen, Josh Groban and her sounded wonderful together. So I could get behind a Josh Groban. Josh Dula-
2: Groban Dula Peep collab.
0: I just I would die. That is my bisexual panic right there, folks. Um, any hoodle. Kenzie, who would you like to see host the
1: 2024 Oscars? Um, so my original thought has always been Samuel L. Jackson, but I nice. do think that he could become a nominee. In my mm-hmm. dreams this year for the piano man um so i'm gonna go out on a limb because this will never happen but to, let's go back in history for a moment someone asked robert pattinson what his favorite rom-com was or chick flick said, and he said chicken true. little or chicken run <laughs> and there is a sequel coming out to chicken run it's true and it's called like Dawn of the Chicken Nugget or something. Yeah. Like, hear me out. Hear me out. Him and Suki, as a couple, host the Oscars Here because it. she is very wild on TikTok, like very good yes. at being a on TikTok. And I feel like look up his responses when he didn't ask me anything on Reddit. The man is very funny. And, like, yes, he has severe, crippling anxiety, but like, just Papa Zanny. Like, we can do this together i um but yeah i feel like they'd be great and i just want to say i genuinely never finished the show but i don't think it's too late to still ask selena steve to host as like a trio like listen i'll always support yeah. my wife
0: selena demas
1: and like two of the three have already hosted like it's yeah. fine it'd be cute Um, or I don't know. I just really think Samuel Jackson would be a great host. If another he who shall not be named has hosted as a nominee, like why can't Samuel Jackson? Very true. Yeah. Um, Or you know, let's just upgrade Vanessa Hudgens from red carpet. Yes,
4: so good at the red carpet. She turns
1: it. She hosts it at Coachella. Like she, (laughs) she actually watches the movies. I commented on this last year. This year um and i really always think about her moment with andrew garfield when he was nominated she was really proud of him um i don't know i feel like she would be good actually i'm not joking and you know what just bring back cordon blue like bring them all now the i division
0: original king of my heart
1: wait um speaking of funny thing is because i rewatched gilmore girls from start to finish and kenny ortega directed so many fucking episodes and i was like where the fuck is this
2: guy? <laughs> uh Kenny Ortega made the best Disney Channel trilogy descendants.
1: Descendants. I know, that's what I'm like, but so it's like, but what happened to him? I'm like where is he at now? They
4: should get with his conditioner. <laughs> they should get the cast of Glee. <laughs> no. <laughs> William we
2: gotta now. stop booking William I now. would
4: love they should bring back Hugh Jackman though. I wonder if he would do it. Like Hugh Jackman
2: Have him initiate that
1: musicals are back
4: no (laughs) they're coming back anymore I'm I'm sorry
0: Hugh Jackman is my enemy so I cannot do the music man and I would have gotten behind because I don't know something about his attitude I remember like the first time Sutton Foster um called out oh my god and it like made news that at the curtain call he's like ladies and gentlemen but you don't know this but sometimes actors get sick and when they (sighs) do we got an understudy this is an understudy (laughs) everybody look at her she's an understudy she's not Sutton Foster and it made national news that it was like this angel among men um what if they got like
1: John Ham? I've always thought John Ham. I was kind of wondering if Bob Bob would never do it (laughs) Bob says my
4: little movies we need we need his comedy Ariana DeBose Ariana DeBose would be good See, she good,
0: but I need her to write. I need whoever wrote wait. And wait, I know wait. who did. The the writer of her BAFTA rap has to write the opening number. Wait, wait. And no, not only that, he has, has to write it. it. backstage
1: He has to write it for John Hamm because I know okay, you know what? I want the chaotic men to host. Like all my mm-hmm. depressed men. So John Hamm, Matthew Reese. Um, we can bring Carrie up to compliment Matthew. Bill Later. Um, Bill Later. Hader. Um Alex Berg can write this oh my god it'd be so good
2: okay listen i'm I've, or I've the bodies people. bodies bodies girls <laughs> i've e- got e- two e- people and leave pace No, people. um the first person the is girls. specifically for my agenda that the color purple should win best picture uh whoopi goldberg will host who knows what she'll say with oprah winfrey actually know what yeah with oprah winfrey um the moms of america will tune in um <laughs> but no my actual suggestion is um stanley tucci as host um i've seen his tiktoks i want him to make cocktails while hosting the oscars i feel like he feels a bit I think it would be
1: perfect. out from hosting with his show being canceled i think
2: we should give him the oscars as a we're sorry that that i feel canceled.
1: like we should give him an oscar
2: i feel like we should give stanley tucci Patricia anything Clarkson. he wants
1: in their characters from Easy A. Yes. Here we go.
4: Yes. They should get, um oh my God, they should get the Easy A cast.
1: Ken Badgley?
4: Badgley.
2: Wait. But in if, the suit.
1: Wait, <laughs> like what the, if Ken Badgley suit. <laughs> hosted as all his characters? Like different segments. So you have John Tucker's yeah. brother. Um Brother Tucker? Oh my God, I don't sorry. remember his name. Um, <laughs>
2: the guy from Easy A.
1: The guy from Easy A. Chuck? Was that his name? Todd. 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 Um, Obviously Dan Humphrey. um, Mm -hmm. His stupid Netflix show guy. Um, Isn't he in something else?
2: Him from his podcast.
4: Oh yeah, his (laughs) podcast. He's so good. Who has a podcast? We need the podcasters. We
0: have a podcast. I'll host it.
1: (laughs) I'm a great Oscar host. You could not bring up Geppetto though. Could you still do it? I wouldn't. Okay, Is Kim Batchley and doing... Brett Goldstein
2: co-host.
4: I actually pure chaos. Like Goldstein. I was watching let
0: Joseph head... Quinn host. That makes no sense. He's done no <laughs> like theatrical release
1: film. But what I about wouldn't... what about Kyle Chandler and Jason Bateman in their characters from Game Night? Hear Justin me out. Lemons will be there as a nominee. Winona Nona
2: Ryder and David Harper host.
0: As their characters and strangers, like I want to see.
2: What, jo- oh, no, just ask them because we all owe an apology to Winona writer.
4: They should get John Wick to do it. I think that's the only. <laughs>
3: yes.
2: <laughs> Wait. Yes. Right. For the sake of Ricky, I have to say, <laughs> I suggest the cast of Fast, Fast and Furious. And Furious. Oh yeah, Vin Diesel would do it for free, like in
1: a heartbeat, and he <laughs> Vin would, Diesel would cut- do the. Uh... Okay, you want to know what his opening number would be? His song, right? Remember yep. his song.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> But he would good song to... by the way. The background would be. Um, do you guys remember when he posted that fucking thing? That was like him on the beach, and someone oh, photoshopped yeah. Paul Walker into the club? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that um... was the backdrop, and then he would do on a his monologue would be like, "What movies Paul Walker could have been in that are <laughs> <laughs> so awful."
4: Gosh, no. They should get They should get Chris Pratt.
2: No. Mario.
1: Immediately, no. A question for everyone. Is Mario <laughs> getting an animated feature nomination? No. 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 I don't Is think Is so. Mario going to be If back?
2: minions couldn't do it, I don't think Mario can. The
1: gentle minions didn't do enough.
4: Mm-mm.
2: They weren't there when they needed them.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: they should have stormed the Academy. Yes, you know sure.
4: who should go to the Oscars? Jamie Lee Curtis.
1: She actually would be great. She would be great. Uh, What about...
2: Uh, the
0: evil Winnie the Pooh from Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. And oh. the cocaine
2: bear. And then
1: I'll fight him. What if you just put all the bears on the stage? All the bears. <laughs>
3: you bring They're out so the out. bears like you brought out Jenny.
4: <laughs> okay, Jenny. There
1: you go. Colin, Jenny the donkey Megan! Calling no. Megan. And, and Rick, Rick, Megan. She does the
0: dance. Ghostface. Ghostface, Ghostface yeah. yeah
1: they can no, i'm sorry ghostface can't
0: host the oscars i can't i couldn't handle the screen
1: the ghostface claims david gordon green 7. the villain
3: of the exorcist
1: i literally like the other day i was thinking i was like what is the next franchise he's gonna ruin like because <laughs> he did me dirty with halloween he's gonna do me dirty with his exorcist trilogy what is the next one that he can ruin
3: I need him to put all of his Sex Lives Girls in The Exorcist.
1: What if he does Friday the 13th? You can't ruin it anymore. Like, he went to space. <laughs> he went to space. They can't ruin it anymore. I was thinking about, like, what would his, like, if he made every Best Picture nominee from this year, which of them would still get a Best Picture nomination?
3: Oh, God.
1: His All Quiet would probably still get in.
3: I yeah. think
0: his everything everywhere would still get in. You too.
3: No, it would not get in his tar.
4: His tar would not get in. No,
3: his tar would be awful.
4: They, get Min- the Dan- they should get the Daniels to host, but only, but not White Daniel. <laughs> Just
3: Daniel Quan. One Daniel. One
4: in the corner.
1: One half
0: of the Harry Daniels. Junior to host.
1: They honestly should. His. Him. He was really great on the red carpet. All his interviews. I was really
4: into them. And
0: there's the Glee representation. The there's Glee the Glee representation. representation
4: Mike? Glee? Mike Chang.
0: Mike Chang. Legend. He,
1: you know, he was great. He was never utilized the right way. <laughs> Remember when they tried to let him and Brittany sing? And you were like, what is
4: going on here? <laughs> like, I love how they, they knew like, like a- which characters were bad at dancing and which were bad at singing. And there was not one character that could do both.
1: <laughs> Remember when... That tracks uh- to real life. Remember when they There's did some the... characters that can't do either. Remember Finn when they did fun. the
0: West Side Story episode? And Mike Chang's <laughs> like, I'm gonna go out for Biff. And then he performs <laughs> cool and everyone was like, Whoa, Mike Chang, we didn't realize you <laughs> could do anything.
4: <laughs> they made him the lead in the Michael Jackson um yep. melodies because of his mm. father. And then he realizes he's <laughs> his talented.
1: Remember he like stood up and was like this isn't translating to a podcast, but his dad was really like overcome with emotion that he finally realized his son was talented. Uh-
4: <laughs> he was a masterpiece. My thing is like when for Corey's character Ben, they're like he's so bad at dancing, but they never like he's like just out He's also
1: it. bad at singing.
4: Yeah, like, but no, no. When he, he got attacked he in that shower, that
3: he
1: had to plant cocaine <laughs> in his locker to get him. <laughs> what was he last? what was his best like panic attack over nothing like the
4: the toast that was shaped like jesus or like the head jesus grilled
0: it? Te- no it was grilled jesus Grilled jesus. jesus.
1: that was a good episode wait
4: they should get um kate hudson to host
0: hmm.
1: they should have gotten kate hudson and janelle monet to host this year that would have been fun with daniel that
4: been great doing uh, benoit
1: good. blanc hosts they should get you him know help. what <laughs> i would watch if- it if we don't have to get another Knives Out, but he can host the Oscars, I would be fine.
4: When Knives Out finally has a chance to win Best Picture, they got to get him. Yeah. When Netflix decides it's a priority of a film to do a proper campaign for, my favorite thing about those well, was the one like Glass Onion people who were like their reasoning for voting for it for adapted screenplay. I was like, okay.
1: I. I think that when the third one comes out and it's titled Papa Pia and it's about the fathers from Mama Mia Cher again. should
0: host Cher would be fucking great. Cher would be an amazing host. Wow. Um Colin Farrell, Pierce Brosnan, and Stellan Skarsgard. They should clapping
1: be. their knees.
0: Clapping their <laughs> knees. I'm dead. Well um. I feel like we could discuss who could host all night and come up with increasingly more chaotic um, answers. The Papa
2: Pia's
1: is the best answer. and the Pia's, Pia's is the best be answer. An, Stanley Tucci can be an honorary
2: Papa Pia. Mm. Stanley go. Tucci actually presents all the awards, no other presenter. I would be down as fuck with that. So that's the it, closest can,
1: I can get him to an Oscar. He
2: can invite people he's worked with to co-present different awards with him, but he will be there for everyone. Not Mark Wahlberg, no, no, <laughs> we're banning Mark Wahlberg. They it's should like Meryl Streep, Emily Blunt, they should get the yeah. cast a spotlight
4: too. go, the presenters. With well, him, because
2: Jacob remembers
1: this debate, Michael Keaton is hot.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, on that note, um,
0: that was our season opener. If you are not just hanging on for more, I don't know what to tell you. Um, Because it's only going to get more chaotic from here. Um, Some exciting uh, and new things are on the horizon for Oscar Central that we won't get into just yet. um, Because when we do, I'm not going to be the one to say it (laughs) because I don't say such things correctly, usually. But I'll just say, uh, stay tuned because we have some exciting new things coming down the pipe. um, And... We are uh we're excited to see how this all goes. Um but that said, uh it is unfortunately um Jacob's last hurrah. And Jacob, I hope we gave you a lovely episode to go out on i'm uh, just thinking think about, about <laughs> the last thing that was said before
1: you did this was michael body.
0: and i think that's fitting i think that's exactly <laughs> it's
3: not a wrong statement
0: it's not a wrong statement and, and you know statement. michael keaton was in spider-man uh homecoming which one was
1: yeah first?
3: Michael what? keaton was in, he, was in he was in what? morbius
0: he was yeah. in morbius
1: he was in a back. lot of films that uh jacob we could have just James. given him the oscar for birdman and called it a day Yep. So Jacob, do you have any
0: closing statements you'd like to make? Any any goodbyes? Any thank yous?
3: Um, I'm really glad I got to do this with you guys for almost an entire year and for the whole season. And I'm going to miss you guys, but I'll be listening every Monday whenever the shows come out. Um, I'll be tuning in. And I'm excited to see what you all do with the future.
0: And we've loved having you. Even though I've bullied you relentlessly. Um, and I always will because that's Does what anybody
1: I do. have any closing Sammy Fableman remarks they want <laughs> to make to our <laughs> Sammy Fableman? Uh Sammy Fableman would...
4: would not like the Eras tour because there's a train of life. Uh <laughs> Did
1: Fableman watch Fast X?
2: Yes. And then he would go crash a car. <laughs> would he be inspired? He would go into a
4: car crash. That's how he. Could, that's the sequel. of The the Fableman's too. That's his death. <laughs> Two
1: Fableman
2: too fast.
4: Two Fableman too fast. Two to Fableman. Too Fable, to Man. man. They want to take a cross-country road trip. Too Fable, to Man is actually about his sisters. (laughs) Park's too close to the train track, and all of a sudden he recreates his first image of (laughs) movies to himself, and he's
1: dead. Remember how the titular image was an accident? Yes.
4: Remember when he taught us what editing was?
1: And didn't get an editing nomination. Insane. He didn't um, put
0: the horizons on the right third.
1: Sometimes that's how it goes. But we will miss you, Sammy Fableman. Um, we hey, roast you, for you your a service. lot. <laughs> Everyone, <you're> salute. <laughs> 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 Why
2: are
0: you playing Chuck Kingston? I was singing "All Quiet on the Western Front."
2: <laughs> I really thought you were about to sing Taps for a second. I was like, "I do God. know all the words." You're serious um
3: there's words in taps yeah didn't know that i thought it was just played i'm not gonna sing it
0: but it's (laughs) um day is done gone the sun from the lakes from the hills to the skies all is well safely rest god is nigh which i used to have to sing that at summer camp that's how i know the words and i used to think like i asked what nigh meant and they were like near and i was like so i'm gonna die like
2: (laughs) no it actually means it's it's nigh god is bill nigh
3: yeah
2: anyway so there you go
3: <laughs>
0: yes um jacob we will miss you and we um we, we thank you for your service once again <laughs> salute you again <laughs> uh jacob where can people find you on the interwebs
3: uh you can find me um at tb57 and you can find me all over the places
1: What's uh Kenzie, where can people find you? You can follow me at Kinsvenunu on all platforms except letterboxd is at Kinsdoyle. Nicole, where can people find you?
2: You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd at NicoleAkman16. And
4: Jillian. You can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd or letterboxd <laughs> at um <laughs> Jillian Chili and you can find me on TikTok at offscreen with Jillian. And you can find me
0: on Twitter and Instagram at, at Lex Willy w i l l i underscore on TikTok for as long as it's around unless Joe Biden decides it's more important to ban those than assault rifles. Um at, at @moonshoeslexie. Um and yeah, I am on Litterbox. however I realize I've not logged a single film since 2023 or of 2023 so far. The last film I logged on Letterbox was when Nicole and I watched Spree during the first week of 2020. Great film, forgot, which is a fantastic film. Um, I forgot that Letterbox existed, so I don't follow me there. Um, but yeah, <laughs> like I said earlier, um, stay tuned because we have some really exciting stuff on the horizon at Oscar Central, and we are really excited to embrace this new season. Um, but until then,
3: wait, Lex, like, can I? Can yes, I? Yes, you the- say it. You say it. Yeah, I say to you. it. Okay. I've really enjoyed all this. I love all you guys. Um, And for my last time, that's the show.